Welcome to the Girl Get It Together podcast, a self-help podcast for cynics. Here are your hosts, coaches Jess Kay and Sadie B. Hello. How are you? Hi. Oh my God, I'm okay. I'm crazy, but I'm okay. How are you? (laughs) Um, Slightly also crazy, but good. (laughs) Yeah. All right. We're on the same wavelength. Let's ride it together. Yes. Yep. I am completely overwhelmed and frantic and ready for this launch of this new business to be finished and Mm -hmm. to be done with this part of it that's making me insane. How are you? (laughs) (laughs) I, um, yeah, I have a lot of travel right now. I had some good travel that I just got back from and then I've got some work travel. So, you know, I'm kind of ready to like be back in my own space and doing my own thing, but it'll be good. It'll be over soon and um, everything will be right back on track. So nice. kind of feeling the, feeling the stress, but it's, it's good stress. So. Yeah. That's a quick turnaround. Mm-hmm. That's a quick turnaround, but you can do yeah. it. You got this. We got back at, um, so for listeners, uh, my husband and I went on a very belated honeymoon to Ireland and uh, we were there for a week and a half and we got back um, 3 a.m. two days ago. So I am still on London time or not mm-hmm. London time, Ireland time. It'd be interesting if I was on London time. Um, <laughs> still on Ireland time and she'll kind of getting back in the swing, answering all the emails and everything. So yeah, yeah. it's a lot to catch up on. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. But I'm glad you had your fun time. <laughs> Yay. It was really good. <sighs> Yay. I'm glad. Yeah. And it got me thinking, uh, you know, m- one of my, um, intentions for the trip was to go with the flow and to be mindful and present and just not try to control everything, which is my, my go-to. Um, and it really got me thinking about, um, you know, how much clutter I've not only, you know, brought into my life, but just exists in my life. And, um, you know, kind of what are the things that I could change in order to bring that go with the flow, you know, take it easy kind of feeling and lifestyle into my everyday, which is very much not a go with the flow lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanted to talk a little bit about that. What do you think yeah. about um, clearing the clutter, you know, not just like physical clutter, but mental clutter and all of that? I, that's exactly where I am right now as well in need, of, in need of a lot of that. So I think this is very timely. Perfect. For sure. Awesome. So I guess just a little bit about me and my personal clutter. Um, I am a list maker. I make a list that I keep in my purse. I have a list on the fridge. I have a list in my planner. I have multiple lists at work. I constantly have some sort of physical list. And then on top of that, I have mental lists that I'm constantly running through. And it's created a situation where at this point I've had two doctors tell me I need to like learn how to kind of chill out and go with the flow, which was my theme for my, my honeymoon. Um, but as I was kind of, you know, experiencing that for the first time this last week, I was realizing how much of that clutter was something that is really in my control, like how much of it I let in and how much of it I'm creating and how much of it that, um, you know, I could probably let go of and feel a million times better. Um, and it just got me thinking about, you know, what are the ways I could change? What are the ways that I could clear some of that stuff out? Um, 
so what is kind of your experience with either like physical clutter or mental clutter? Mental clutter is definitely a fight for me. I really have a hard time turning it off. Yeah. Um, particularly when I'm in, you know, a, a, a high stress transition like I am right now trying to open the salon that it's supposed to be open on Wednesday. It was supposed to be open Saturday. I couldn't get everything together. So it's opening Wednesday. Um, and so I've like every night I'm up like you making lists. I'm looking online for, you know, supplies and products and stuff that I need that I haven't been able to get yet. Like things that just, I could probably let go, yeah. but I have such a hard time letting it go. And I know for myself, like I, I coach my clients on this, like mm -hmm. self-care, stress relief, you know, meditation, take a walk, turn it off, unplug, whatever it is that you need to yeah. do. And yet I find myself um, forgetting all of that lately. Mm -hmm. And so that's been really interesting to observe. Um, I've sort of backpedaled a little bit in that arena. Yeah. And then physical clutter is a big one for me because I know that um, my mental state, my emotional, my mental state is really affected when like if my home is a mess or, mm -hmm. you know, my desk, if my desk is really cluttered, then I feel completely sort of chaotic and out of control. Like I ha everything needs to be in its place or I have a really hard time concentrating. Um, so I think physical clutter for me actually contributes to my mental clutter big time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I know, um, for me, especially when I'm like really stressed or busy, one of the first things I'll do is pick like a huge project I don't need to be doing at that moment <laughs> or yep. organize. Like, yep. For example, the night before Free we were condo leaving. the shit out of it. Yeah. I like reorganized all of the scarves my mother-in-law gave me. I was like, I don't need to do this right now. Why am I doing this right now? It made no sense. <laughs> um, so I, I have a tendency to do that, but also, you know, traveling, we decided to only do carry-ons for the whole week and a half. And it made me really realize how little I truly need mm -hmm. um, in my day-to-day -day life. And not just like clothing wise, because I definitely got tired of the clothing I was wearing after a week sure. and a half. Um, but just like makeup, like things mm -hmm. in my purse. Like, do I really yeah. need an entire medicine cabinet in my purse? Probably not. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I like to be really prepared and I like to always have what I need. But I think that I have at some point, that's become a burden for me to carry around all these things that I don't necessarily need. I could leave them in my car if I needed to. Um, so it really kind of shined a light for me on all of the physical clutter I have in my space too. You know, I've got an entire closet that I can't get into because it's so full of crap that I don't need anymore. So, right. Right. Um, you know, things like that. And, you know, I think when I am really stressed, that is when it highlights for me and I'm like, I need to do this right now. But, um, I think if I'm a little bit more mindful throughout my life and my year, my month, um, that I could kind of start tackling those things little by little. And I think it would help a lot with my mental clutter. Yeah, for sure. Do you feel like when you're in that kind of heightened state of stress, that laser focus on something that is sort of unnecessary, but it's like a big project with like a, a tangible ending. You know what I mean? Like there's a, there's an outcome, like, is that sort of a way to channel it so that you can just sort of organize the chaos that's happening in your brain, even if it's not about that mess that's in front of you that you're dealing with? I think it must be because it happens a lot. So for example, one, um, classic example of this was I was hosting a friend and I were hosting, um, Thanksgiving for like 15 people 
And um, I was supposed to be cooking, but I went into my closet and organized the whole thing. It took me like three hours. It was not what I was supposed to be doing that day, but it had like a really specific result that I knew I could match or meet. Mm -hmm. And I do think it gives me a kind of a sense of control when I feel like things are out of control. So um, I think that's a great way to put it. Yeah, Yeah. that's a great way to put it. In that sense, that's clearing clutter technically, but it's almost, it's almost like a way of kind of masking mental clutter too, though. You know, I call those, um, productive time wasters. You're doing something that has value. It's just not the thing you need to be doing right then and there, you know, like it's, it's not that it's not serving you. It's just not the right time. Mm -hmm. Well, and going back to the idea of like having a mental checklist all the time, a lot of this a lot of the time those things that I pick up to do when I'm really stressed are things that have been on that mental checklist for months sure. and months and months, you know, like sure. organizing. Spells. I'll feel better if I do this thing yeah. that's been weighing on me. Yeah. <laughs> thing I can just like say, Oh, it's done now. And I can release yeah. it. Check. Uh, that check mark <laughs> feels so good. <laughs> those scarves are so organized. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, so much clutter, you know, it's, it's, and not even physical, not even mental, you know, we've got a lot of um, <laughs> obligational schedule clutter in our lives. You know, I think about all of the stuff that I've set up around my week. And, you know, we talked about routines not too long ago. And I was looking, you know, and I talked about how routines should be constantly evolving and changing with what you need to happen or need to make work for you. And, you know, as I was kind of looking at my life and where the clutter was and where the, um, the things that were stressing me out were some of those things were in that routine that I said, okay, how can I start combining some of these things so that I don't feel like I'm lopsided, you know? Um, And one thing that I'm thinking about is, you know, I don't, I don't spend enough time with my friends and I use the excuse that I'm really tired as part of that reason. And so how can I make those two things work together? You know, maybe instead of getting up at five to go work out every day, maybe one of those days is a Saturday and I go work out with a friend, you know? Um, so I started kind of looking at where the clutter in my schedule was or where the stressful items in my schedule was um, in that way as well. And, you know, of course that's going to change my routine, but it's part of that growing process. So you're always auditing your life and looking at where can I improve? Where can I make that baseline just a little bit better for me? No, I think that's brilliant. Um, I love the idea of like integrating the things that you're missing mm-hmm. uh, and melding them with the things that you're doing instead of that sense of I have to I have to m- knock something off my list in order to fit this thing in, which mm-hmm. I think it can be really stressful whenever you are a super A type. Yeah, you and I. Um, yeah, charged. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I think that's a great point. You know, you have to find a way to to balance things out, and specifically, I think things like spending time with your friends, that kind of mental health care and that kind of emotional care that you're doing, it has such a far reaching effect. You know, it has yeah. such an effect on your stress level. And for me, like there are certain people that when I spend time with them, it's almost like it brings me back to myself in a way that I mm-hmm. sort of forgot how to be, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's just, and everything becomes easier after that. Like it's just yeah. smooth sailing for a while as far as dealing with, you know, my normal kind of weirdo shit that goes on in my head. Um, 
So yeah, I, I think, you know, it's a, it's a good thing to, to consider, you know, where are you actually, um, getting in your own way? Where's, where is the clutter actually affecting your quality of life outside of just your personal experience, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think to that point too, you know, talking about relationships and friendships, um, clutter can also look like really toxic relationships or yes it can (laughs) it sounds like you've got some things to say about that I was just I've just what I've heard rumors I've heard on the street oh my god Mm -hmm. yes you kidding me I'm the poster child for toxic relationships (laughs) you don't become an expert by watching it on tv (laughs) that's true that is so true <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, sorry. So yes, I totally agree with you. And yeah, I think that's a big one um, is to consider where is the clutter? Like, where are you spending your energy on people mm-hmm. and situations that you really don't need to be? So it is just kind of clogging up your life, taking up your time, uh, yeah. and getting in the way of other things. Absolutely. Um, one big one for me too, and I don't know about you, but I spend you know, probably more time than I should on social media. Um, about a year ago, I cut out Twitter from my social media diet, so to speak. Um, and that was really good because that was a sort of um, mental and emotional clutter that was actually affecting my mood. You know, Twitter is a really, really negative place. Um, and so I cut that out completely. But then I, you know, thinking about now, you know, this whole week, I was I was posting to Instagram a little bit, but I wasn't checking email. I wasn't on Facebook all the time. I was really just being present in what I was doing. And I realized like, wow, I'm, I'm spending a lot of time on these sites. And that's, that's a form of clutter. You know, it's, it's a form of mental clutter. And of course it can be something that helps you connect with people and helps, you know, helps you grow. It helps you learn. But I think it's just important to look at um, what sort of role that's playing in your life. You know, for me, I think a lot of times it's something I use as a time waster. I think Mm -hmm. I've talked a little bit before about how when I'm starting a new endeavor or I'm interested in a process, I'll use a lot of time researching. And I think I tend to write off that social media stuff as research a lot of times. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's another place where clutter, clutter can just exist in your life for sure. Yeah. The social media thing is interesting. I, um, I actually had a client that was a lot of what we, what we worked on was her kind of addiction to mm-hmm. Facebook, especially right now in this really charged political climate, because it is mm-hmm. so addictive. It's like that heightened sense of, um, outrage. It's kind of yeah. hard to set it down, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I find myself, if I'm not really regimented. I will waste two hours in the morning where I could have done a million things. And all of a sudden I look up and it's, you know, 11 AM and I'm completely behind. And my dog is like, you're a fucking asshole. It's now 90 (laughs) degrees outside. You could have been outside when it was 76, you know? Uh, (laughs) So yeah, I think, I think that's a really, um, important one for everybody to look at because I think Mm -hmm. as a culture, we are losing ourselves quite a bit in our phones Mm -hmm. and on social media. Um, And it's, it's shifting the way that we relate to each other, the way we relate to ourselves. It's changed our uh, level of uh, respect 
you know, mm-hmm. that we treat each other with, the, the change the way we dialogue or don't with people, yeah. you know? Um, yeah, that's a big one for me. I, I really, this, this, especially since this election, like it's, it's been really interesting to see how quickly we've devolved mm-hmm. through, you know, and social media is, is the window. It's not, it's not the cause. It's, it's the lens we're looking at this through. You can yeah. see how we've really devolved in a lot of ways. Um, so yeah, I think it's a good one to look at. Yeah. And that's not to say like, oh, you need to cut all social media out of your life, but you know. maybe there's a certain person who really triggers mm-hmm. you and causes you to just kind of spin out, or maybe there is a page or a hashtag that you're following that like just getting rid of that one thing would help cut down your time and cut, cut down your anger or your anxiety. Um, so just kind of cataloging, like, what am I feeling? What am I doing? How much time am I spending on this? And what are the things that I could do to kind of clear that out and make it a little more um, efficient and, you know, make it work for you, not make it work against you. For sure. And, you know, set up some parameters around it. Like, you know, give you, give your experiment some, some actual structure, you know, mm-hmm. what are the things that you're seeing, reading, relating to that are making you happy, that make you smile, that make you feel better, that lift you up, that inspire you, that educate you. And then what are the things that you feel your energy depleted? Like you literally feel tired after engaging or reading or being exposed to. What are the things that, you know, maybe trigger old trauma in you or um, just kind of keep that outrage, that, 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 uh, that constant outrage going for you? You know, we've all got this outrage fatigue at this point. Like what are the things that are contributing to that? And maybe kind of start to separate yourself a little bit, you know? Yeah. For a day, like you'd be amazed how much better you feel just taking a step back for 24 hours from those things that really impact you. I don't, I mean, I, I'm maybe not everybody's like this, but I know for myself, like the things that I read and see, and I've always been like this even before social media, you know, what I see on TV in movies, uh, you know, really violent or, or hurtful things, people being bullied. Stuff. Even when I was a kid, it would just, it would affect me so deeply. I would take it in so deeply. It was like it was happening to me, you know? And I think I'm still like that on a level so that it's overwhelming and it's exhausting to be constantly inundated with that stuff. So, yeah. I don't know where I was going with that, but yeah. (laughs) I like (laughs) to. It reminded me of um, this is kind of off topic, but. I, um, you know, the, the movies, the guardians of the galaxy movies, the Marvel movies, uh-huh. yeah. um, you know, the little tree, the little baby tree. Yeah, it's Groot. Oh, I am Groot. I am, he makes me cry every time I see him. Cause he's so cute. Yeah. And, and when my husband wants to mess with me, he's like, remember that, remember that scene when they were bullying baby Groot? Oh remember my God. That's so how mean, mean they were. And I'll just start sobbing immediately. <laughs> <laughs> so mean. Remember when they poured beer on him? Oh, my God. So I need to cut down my consumption of baby group themes on YouTube because. (laughs) I wasn't saying that is mean that they did that to Groot. I just thought it was mean that your husband uses that to hurt you. (laughs) He does it to see if I can cry. To wind you up. Yep. And kind of along the same lines as social media clutter is um, in a way like financial clutter. So 
one thing I know about myself is I am subscribed to too many things, whether it be some sort of fun box that I get every month in the mail or, um, you know, those newsletters you get about the newest sale at Nordstrom and how you're going to miss it. And if you don't get these shoes right now, they're going to be 80% more next week. Mm-hmm. Um, I fall prey to those very, very often. And that creates financial issues for me. Um, and then things like, you know, Instagram ads are so targeted and so like sought on. And so yeah. what I've actually started doing is going in and saying, hide this ad. And if it's something that I've already bought, I will hide it. Or if it's something similar to something I've already bought, I'll hide it. Um, because I just don't want to be, you know, sold to constantly. Cause I'm, you know, something I'm working on is my finances and I don't, I don't want to have those points slipping up and creating, creating issues for me as I'm, as I'm going through that. But it really is clutter. I mean, it's constantly inundating you with like, Hey, you need to buy this thing, this thing. And, you know, sure. Maybe the next subscription box is going to make my life a little bit easier, but I'm not being as thoughtful whenever I am being inundated with ads about them. So that's another form of clutter that I think is really good to kind of get a handle on. So this morning I went and I unsubscribed from a bunch of emails and, um, you know, I'm not going to miss them. If I want to go back to them, I can resubscribe. It's not a big deal, but you know, that'll not only reduce the clutter in my actual inbox, but it'll reduce that mental clutter whenever I'm going to see, do I really need to buy another pair of, you know, four inch heels that I will wear once a year. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I do. <laughs> I totally get it. No, I totally get it. And I, if you're like me, I mean, I have like five different email addresses for, you know, mm-hmm. different things. Um, so that's a lot coming at you every day. Yeah. Uh, I use this service called roll up. Mm-hmm. Um, and that has helped me tremendously. Uh, so if there are things that I, I don't need to see them every day. Um, but I don't necessarily want to get rid of it you know, so it kind of gives it a place for it to go, you know, and then I don't have to deal with it. Um, and I have gotten a lot better about going through every day and deleting the things in my email that are not relevant, you know, or archiving or, or putting them into files and just keeping everything organized because that is a big one for me. Like that starts my day off, you know, either good or bad, depending on what I find there. So if I'm opening up my email, this used to happen to me, I would open up my email and there would be so much in there because I hadn't cleaned it up and it was so disorganized. And I felt like, you know, there are things that I needed that I needed to respond to and I have to go and dig for them. And, you know, Mm -hmm. it just, I felt completely overwhelmed by it every day. And I felt like it was winning somehow, like somehow this thing was, was besting me, even though it wasn't a contest, you know, and I just felt completely, um, uh, sort of uh, subservient to this this thing, um, so that was a big one for me. It's just, it's just re- realizing that okay, this actually is something that's affecting how I'm approaching my daily life. You know, mm-hmm. um, not that it's the best thing I want to wake up first thing in the morning and check your email, but we all freaking do it. So we all do it. We <laughs> we all do it. it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so changing that was really really helpful mm-hmm. for me, just to to give me more of a sense of calm. And I don't have that feeling of like dread and that pit, that's, you know, sick feeling in the pit of my stomach before I open up my email to see what's in there, you know? Yeah, that's a huge one for me. I recently spent like, I don't even know what I was doing, where I was. I was stuck somewhere with nothing to do. And so I, I think it was the airport. I spent like three hours um, creating folders and organizing and deleting old emails. And it 
hasn't helped a hundred percent, but it has helped quite a bit. So now every time I get a bill, it goes to my bills folder and it just shows up if there's a new one. Um, you know, so that helped a lot, but you know, I've had that email since 2004. Yeah. So there's going to be a lot of clutter in there. A lot of things I don't need. Um, so it is kind of worth it every once in a while taking a couple hours and just saying like, where can I make impact that's going to be good for my daily life as it is right now. I think roll up is a great tool and we'll include a link, um, or unroll me. Is that what it's called? Yes, you're right. It is unroll yeah. me. That's why I can never find um, it in my phone because I keep calling it roll up and that's not what it's called. <laughs> well, they create a roll up of emails for you. So yes, exactly. <laughs> it's confusing. Yeah. We'll create it. Stop it. We'll include the link so that if you're interested in using Enroll Me, you can do that. Um, yeah, and I know there's other services out there. That's just the only mm-hmm. one I've used. Yeah, I haven't used any other ones um, either. Um, but yeah, that's a big one, especially if you know uh, you're on your email all day, like most of us. Um, it can certainly start to affect your day. I mean, at work, I try to hit inbox zero every day. And then mm-hmm. I know that all my tasks are done. So the only things that are in my inbox are like open tasks that I haven't finished. Um, right. And that's been right. a really great system for me because it lets me see right away, like, okay, here are the things I got to get done. And I know that after a week and a half of not checking my email, I have over 500 emails to go through tomorrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. I don't know what that means task-wise, but I know that I'm only going to be looking through those, those open tasks that I haven't started. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And yeah. break it down into, you know, digestible pieces. Yeah. You don't have to do it all at once. No. Folders are so wonderful, people. They're your friend. Yeah. Um, I guess another big one is, you know, clearing out any sort of food clutter. If you've got certain health goals you're trying to meet, um, maybe you're trying to cut back on drinking, getting rid of, you know, if you've got a few bottles of wine or a couple of beers in the fridge, you know, removing those from your space or putting them somewhere inconvenient for you. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, if you're trying to cut back on sugar, removing all of the sugar from your refrigerator and cabinets. Um, I know that every time I start like a whole 30, the first thing I do is clear out the cabinets and the fridge and the freezer and make sure there's nothing that's not whole 30 compliant for me there. Mm -hmm. Um, and a really easy one for anybody. And I think probably something that we all need at some point, um, pretty regularly is, uh, clean out your wallet. Mm. clear the clutter out of your wallet, mm-hmm. you know, figure out what you need and what you don't and get that really organized for yourself so that you know where everything is. Clean out your purse, yeah. you know, just do, do these small things that will make things so much easier and more streamlined for you. Um, and an exercise that I, I think is really helpful um, that all of you guys can do is spend about 90 seconds, like set a timer and write down, make a list of every single thing that you feel like needs to be done uh, in relationship to clearing clutter out of your life. Yes. Is it that junk drawer in your kitchen that every, you know, you just, you just keep it closed because you can't stand to look at it. Is it your, you know, your desk, the pile of bills on the table, your closet, you know, whatever it is, put it on the list. And then read that list and put a star next to the, like the top three things that you, that are the most important, kind of the most urgent and would have the most impact on you. Yeah. And do those three things. Check them off the list. You know, it it is amazing what it will do for your mental health. Absolutely. And I think to that point too, is, um, you know, I like having a list like that kind of going, but 
I also like to clear out my lists that I have, you know, sometimes I'll get these long, long lists that have things that I need to reevaluate. Is this important to me anymore? Um, so just making sure that you're not creating extra stress, you're not creating extra, you know, clutter in other areas of your life that are seemingly, you know, very organized, but just making sure that everything is set up for you to be the most efficient self and also the least stressed out um, and set up for success in all of your, in your habit endeavors and anything else you've got going on. For sure. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. You know, I think it's, it's something that we take for granted that we have a lot of control over, you know, Mm -hmm. which is just how calmly can I approach every day? What are the things that I can get out of my way to make whatever else is coming at me a little bit less overwhelming, you know? Um, But that also doesn't mean it's ever going to be perfect and you're never going to clear all the clutter out of your life. It's just a natural state of being. But having some control over that, having some mastery over that, I think it does wonders for your mental health and also for your confidence, you know? Mm -hmm. just makes you feel better about yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah makes you feel like you got your shit together. It does. So cancel all your <laughs> subscription boxes, get rid of all your <laughs> shitty friends, clean up your underwear drawer, and move on with your life. You're an adult now. <laughs> oh, man. The underwear drawer. But what if I need those underpants that I've had for years and you years? You don't need underwear? them, and you won't miss them when they're gone. <laughs> I just went through this. I just went through this. I swear to God, you won't miss it when they're gone. So I should also cancel my underwear Yes, box? you should cancel your what? underwear subscription box, Jess. Damn it, Sophia Vergara. You're ruining people's lives. I'm sure you're lovely. It's nothing personal. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> There's a subscription box for everything. For everything. I literally <sighs> just today had to talk myself out of the subscription box for activewear. And not the Kate Hudson one. There was another one. I was like, oh, those are cute. And there was a great startup deal for the beginning. And I'm like, hmm, I could do that and just cancel. And then they rope you in like, oh, you could buy one more pair for another $10. They're normally 30 And I was like, you know what? This is Let's just do a it. slippery. No, it's a slippery slope. I can't go down right now. I can't was do it. Yo- was it the yoga pants with pockets? Yes. Okay. So. I have three pairs of those because I did sign up for it and I kept forgetting to cancel it. Mm-hmm. Um, but they do have really great pockets. So God I will give them that. But definitely have to cancel it right away. <laughs> the next <laughs> one's you're like, why did I spend $40 on another pair of yoga pants when I've already got 45 pairs? And I'm wearing a pair right now and I have yeah. six in the laundry and 12 in my drawer. <laughs> well, when it's all you wear, I mean. <laughs> I know, it's true. It's true. The irony being that activewear has made us more overweight because we don't know that our jeans are too tight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just until it's don't too damn think late. about it. No, nope, that spandex just hugs those curves just fine, even whenever you're when you, whenever you're you're upgrading a size. Mm-hmm. Uh, spandex last year. Oh yeah, no shit. <laughs> Seriously, how did we live before spandex was invented? Like, just you know, the fact that they can mix denim with spandex, and a girl with a booty like mine can wear jeans and not die—that is a miracle. It really is. Have you ever worn like a really old pair of blue jeans, like vintage? Uh, I mean, maybe. Oh yeah, like vintage oh, yeah. jeans that have like no stretch to them. They're yep. So uncomfortable. 
Yeah, it's hilarious that you call them vintage jeans. That's literally what I grew up wearing was <laughs> jeans with no stretch. I have visceral memory of sitting in class with my stomach, my pudgy stomach hanging over the waistline of my freaking jeans with no stretch, miserable and hating my life and wishing Brooke Shields was dead. I have shit on so many celebrities in this episode. I'm sure they're all lovely wow. people. They've done nothing to me. Well, and they all listen to this. So how dare you insult our, our listeners? I know. And I, I don't want to alienate our listeners. Mm-mm. No. Sorry, Brooke Shields. We love you. And your eyebrows are great. Latisse changed the world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sadie, what is your intention for this week? My intention for this week is to get through it with a Yay. little bit of grace in class and not have a fucking nervous breakdown. That's my intention. How Sometimes about you? That's all you can do. That's all you can do. That's what I got. <laughs> and that's fine. Um, yeah, kind of similar. I mean, I'm going to be out of town for Monday through Friday. I'm going to miss my dog again for another week, which is really sad. Um, and obviously my husband, but I'm just going <laughs> to... You know, I just spent a lot of time with him, so um, we'll be okay. But I think, you know, looking for some space for myself, even while I'm traveling for work, I think is really important. It's so easy to get wrapped up in, like, we're going to go out for drinks, and we're going to go out to karaoke, and we're going to go out to dinner. Like, I think being really, creating boundaries with my time, even while I'm there, I know it's kind of like a fun week with my, my coworkers and some team bonding stuff, but... I think it's really important that I also have that, that introvert time to myself. So for sure. that's my intention yeah, is sure. at least maybe Wednesday night or something. I'm like, Hey guys, I'm actually going to go back and take a bath at the hotel. Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. That is my intention. I love it. I love yeah. it. Well, share your intentions with us on the Facebook page and be yeah. sure to tell your friends uh, that mm-hmm. we're here and, uh, we have interesting, helpful things to say to each other, even if nobody else is listening. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. And uh, what were we going to announce? There was a change yeah. at the end of this. So, okay. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. On, the, on that note, um, we're going to be going on a little summer break. Uh, so after this post, after this episode posts, we're going to be starting our summer break, which is just going to be... Um, we're moving to like a bi-weekly mini episode format until the fall. So bi-monthly, season two, not, not bi-weekly. Yeah. Bi-weekly. Bi-monthly. Wait, every other week? Twice a month. Yeah. Bi- bi-monthly. Oh, wait. What does bi-weekly mean? It would be twice a week. I don't want to do oh. that twice a week. I don't have that no. kind of time, girl. <laughs> don't put break. this shit on me. <laughs> <laughs> what did I just say? <laughs> I thought you wanted to ramp it up. <laughs> When you said your stress level was at eyebrow level, I thought that was a good thing. Well, this is what we call, what is it, productive uh, <laughs> procrastination? Progre- pro- productive time wasters? Yes. Let's just yes. throw that in. It'll be fun. I literally just <laughs> it all over the screen and hit an image of myself right in the face. Nice. Yeah. It's just... Um. So yes, every other week we'll be posting an episode, like a mini episode or um, something special. So we're not going to be going away completely, um, but we'll be back in the fall with season two. So, you know, if you've got any questions or topics you would like for us to cover in season two, we'll be doing some planning over the next couple of um, months. And we would love to hear what you think, what you would like to hear about. 
Um, we're open to anything. So please let us know. You can email us at um, ggitpodcast at gmail.com. Or as uh, Sadie said, you can reach out to us on Facebook, on our Facebook group at um, facebook.com slash group slash ggit community. Um, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And if you want to, um, you know, rate us or review us on iTunes, that would be fantastic. We're also probably by the time this airs, we'll be on Google play. So, mm -hmm. um, if you know anybody who, yeah, if you know anybody who's like Google play only, hopefully we'll be there by the end of the week at the very least. Um, but yeah. Anything else? Am I missing anything? I think that's it. I think, I think, I think we did it. I think we, we did, did it. Uh, did it to the bone. All I right. Know what that means. It's just what came out of me. I'm sorry. I need a nap. <laughs> Forgive you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, anyway. <laughs> Take care, y'all. All right. Bye. Bye.